Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast, hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. Join us as we interview experts who share their knowledge and experience to provide actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelly and Toby live every Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. And now it's every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, Hello. Hmm? We need to fix that, don't we? Yeah, we have a lot of things to fix, but we've been having some... Uh, issues with our lives and we're working on it. So good. Hello and welcome to Messages and Methods. I'm your host, Shelley Carney. And, and this is... I'm the I'm the co-host on look, you can point to me. That's cool. Uh, Toby Eunice, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. So today uh, we're going to be talking about, again, the Livecast lifestyle and specifically the landing page app that we have uh, just started to use and why we like it, why we got it and what we do with it. So if you are a small business owner, entrepreneur, consultant, coach, somebody who is uh, working from home, uh, creating your own in-home business, and you're trying to gather together the most essential applications to help you run your business in a very professional manner, one of the things you might want to do is build an email list so that you can email that list every week. And in order to build that email list, you need a lead magnet and a landing page. So we're going to dive into the landing page app that we use and how to do that. So um, I do want to mention that the Super Chat light is lit. So if you'd like to make a contribution to our little project here, go down to the bottom of the chat window, uh, click on the uh, grayed out but stylized dollar sign, or stylized but grayed out dollar sign, click on that, the good folks at YouTube will walk you through making a contribution. Okay, so I'm going to pull up the slides here, but we left the slides where you and I were talking about them. So the first thing I'm going to have to do is... Um, I think you can just... Go back like this. Okay, oh, go. Job. I couldn't do that. <laughs> so now I can add them to the stream. All there right. Podcast so Lifestyle landing page app. Why and how with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Again, a landing page. We're going to go through what it is and why you use one. Give you the definitions and all of that. Do you know? Do you want to do slides? This is hard when we're not in the same location. Do you want to do slides or shall I? I'll let you take the lead, but. Okay. Why don't you give them a definition of a landing page first? So uh, a landing page uh, got its name back in the early, the, the late 2000s. And it was called a landing page uh, because your uh, people were using marketing campaigns that were directing, uh, whether it was via email or on social media, although social media wasn't active, they were using marketing campaigns to direct respondents. So these all have names, right? They, these, that's where this nomenclature was developed. They were using marketing campaigns to direct respondents to a particular location on the web so they could begin the process of engaging them. And it was always, as you built out sales processes, and I built a lot of them in, in my career, it was the first step 
uh, in the sales process and it's called engagement. So here's an example. Let's say you go to your Facebook page and you'll note that every three or four uh, notifications on your Facebook page is some sort of ad. Well, those ads are targeted towards you based on what you've done in the past. Uh, and the algorithm, this is new. These are some of the things that are new to all of this. The algorithm looks at you and says what kind of person you are, looks at your demographics, looks at your likes and dislikes, and then it feeds you advertising. So I get a lot of advertising about, about cameras and audio equipment and um, fishing, et cetera, because it knows what I like talking about, astronomy. Um, and so when I click on one of those ads, I'm brought to a landing page. It might have a video on it talking about the product that uh, they'd like to share with me, or it may be just text, or it may be images. And then it gives me the opportunity to say, I'd like more information. That landing page is specifically designed to do that. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. That's why they call it a landing page. It's where you land after seeing some sort of promotional material that you respond to. And I could, I could open up my Facebook page and show you, but you probably have the experience. And it's not just Facebook. It's any social media. They all operate in the same way, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And the reason is that's how those companies uh, produce revenue by selling advertising space on your page. So uh, there's a, there's a, um, there's a, a little ditty that Shelly has, and I, I won't be able to remember it, but it's really good. It's something about if you're not buying, you're the product. What is it you always said? If oh, you're, if you're not paying for the product, you are the product. Right. So you don't pay for Facebook, but the, the, the application called Facebook, it's free. Uh, Instagram, the same way, Twitter, the same way, YouTube, the same way, right? If you're not paying for the use of that service, uh, then you're the product and you become the product because you're the one to whom the advertising is presented, sending you to a landing page, and then you start the, the process. You Once you're at the landing page, you fill in the form. And I'm, I probably shouldn't tell you this because we have landing pages. We're going to show you a couple of examples today. But once you're on that landing page and you fill in the form, and we're going to talk about forms as well, you are now engaged in the first step of the sales process. So that's what the, that's the role the landing page plays in this. The advantage well, since you brought up Facebook, I would just like to say okay. this. They are taking away a lot of the ability of uh, targeting uh, uh, because of the privacy issues going on right now. They, the Google, Google and Facebook are experiencing this, uh, how to deal with uh, the European uh, rules and um you know, the privacy rules. So one of the things they're doing is less targeting. You're not going to be able to target people as, as well on Facebook as you used to, which means you're going to have to take that into your own hands. And part of that is going to be your landing page. Uh, how do you get people to your landing page? How do you get the right people there? And then how do you sort through who's going to to be in your list who, you know, so it, it's going to get more difficult and a landing page is going to be a big part of helping you to control that. 
And don't get us wrong, we are not anti-Facebook when it comes to advertising. Of course, I could I could tolerate a lot less of the advertising on Facebook. But if you're a small business owner, the advantage of using advertising on Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter, first of all, is the price. It's very, very inexpensive. Secondly, is the ability, and, and Shelley said that's changing, but they still have the ability to be very targeted. So if you don't want to be sell, let's say you sell a real product and it happens to be cattle feed, right? You don't want to be selling cattle feed to people in Florida. You want to sell uh, your cattle feed to people within 150 miles of your uh, of where you uh, your business is. So you can do that kind of targeting to and and I'm going to assume I don't know for sure, but let's assume that. It's males that buy cattle feed most of the time. 85% of the cattle feed is sold to males, right? So you want to target males within 150 miles who are ranchers, uh, who have an interest in ranching, et cetera, et cetera. So the advantage on Facebook is that it's all very good for a small business owner to use because of its expense and how easy it is to target your market. But when you put that ad up there, you want some kind of response from whoever's viewing that ad, and that's when you're going to send them to the landing page. So what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to show you two examples of landing page builders. I'm going to show you the ones that that come with our email thing, and, and we're going to talk about this in in the presentation. So let's let's just get on with the presentation, Jill. All right. So okay, there you go. So what is a landing page uh, application? Well, I give you a bigger, broader picture-like definition of landing page, but landing pages have uh, basically two purposes. Uh, one is to connect you with prospective clients. And the way that they do that is by driving clients. And I, I use driving in a very humble way, not you know beating them to death to get to it, but driving your uh, prospective clients uh, to your landing page. That begins the process because once they fill out that form, as I said, They've actually, uh, they're in the first step of what should be your sales process. The additional uh, ability for your landing page is to collect a little bit of information. And you can decide, I'm going to show you again in just a few minutes, what kind of information you want to collect. It could be as simple as a first name and email address, uh, or you can go on and you can ask questions. You can poll them. What kind of cattle feed do you like? Or what kind of cattle feed do you normally buy, et cetera? The landing page, once once one of your prospective clients, one of your prospective customers gets to the landing page and they go through down to the bottom where the form is, um, it provides you opportunity. And it's going to be up to you what to do with that opportunity. I, as I said, if you were to draw out your diagram of the sales process, um, it's the first step in the sales process. The last step is collecting cash, basically making money on whatever you did. And you can have any of number of steps in between. So if you're a, a software firm, and, and the reason that, uh, I know this is because I've built sales process for software companies, you may have 10 or 12 steps between that initial contact and the point at which you actually close the deal. That's always the last step in the sales process, closing the deal. That means money exchanges hands, right? Money and product or money and service exchange. Um, so for smaller businesses, you don't want a complex sales process, but you should have something that gets you from that initial form of contact, which could be, as I said, a name and email address to the point where you're exchanging product or service for money. All right. And, and it's important to collect some data right at the start name. 
I usually ask for name, first name, last name, and email address. And then as you move forward with the process, you continually ask for a little bit more information each time. And then once you have enough information to make a decision that would help them, uh, then you you engage with them in a different way. You could send them, uh, you know, a packet of uh, uh, information through the mail. You could ask them if it would be okay to call them to have a conversation. Our second step in our process is for our prospective client to schedule a meeting because we know from the kind of services we offer, podcasting training, live streaming training, publishing your book, that we have to have a conversation with you before we do anything. Otherwise, neither of us have the correct set of expectations set, and it's important to do that. So basically, our second step in the sales process is to engage via a, a, a video conference on, on Zoom. The second, uh, so it, that's why it offers opportunity. If they've gotten in, there's an opportunity to sell, right? You're now visible. You, you know that Joe Harry window that we always talk about, visibility, credibility, trust, transformation. You became visible to this prospective client because they responded to your marketing and, and went to your landing page. Um, uh, landing pages, it, it this, this sounds like, I'm being repetitive here, but they've got it. They've got to be treated as leads, and the way that you know that is by engaging with the individual. We, uh, I'm going to use an example. We recently got a uh, landing page request, um, and we asked them what they want to talk about. and And the second step is having them schedule that uh, meeting, that conversation that we were talking about. And we realized this was just an individual who wanted to. Um, ask us because we're always telling, and, and this wasn't wrong. We're always telling people, if you're about to launch into these, set up the one hour conversation, we'll be happy to do that. Uh, and it'll give you a head start on what you're trying to do. And so that's all it was. There was no sales opportunity for us, but we kind of knew that. And it was someone who, who uh, had been a viewer of ours for a long time and had been in our membership group, things like that. So I felt like we needed to do that. And we did, and they just sent uh, a link to a video uh, where they shot their first live stream. And it was a public meeting. That was what was different about it. They weren't in a studio. They were in a, a meeting, big meeting room, uh, and they were doing presentations. And he spent about an hour with us, and we told him how we would do it. And he implemented it. And I just got a, a link to the video of their first meeting. So, so I'm going to suggest that if, you know, 70% of your conversations like this don't result in revenue, you're probably doing something wrong. We often say, if you're trying to do this, just give us, you know, we'll give you an hour of our time. And so our contacts, our, our second step in the process are pretty much equally divided with, with people who want to do business eventually, or people who just want to talk to us because they know we, uh, we know a lot of this stuff. They go in our email list, they start getting our newsletter, but more importantly, one day they may come back and they might say, I want to do this and I need to know, uh, could you teach me how to turn this into a podcast? Or I've done enough of these uh, live streams now that I've, uh, I want to turn them into a book. So there's always potential there, even though it may not seem like that at the beginning. So they in, invariably, they will generate leads. And then uh, you, the other thing that you want to do is make sure that you integrate it with your email app. Now, this is a lot easier when your email app actually has its own landing page because it's automatically integrated. But uh, 
they're not always designed that way. A landing page will con collect the information that you asked for. So it could be first name, last name, email, but that's not necessarily placed into your email app. There's a product called, pronounce it correctly, because I always seem to mispronounce it. Zapier. Zapier. And Zapier is this very smart tool that integrates all kinds of applications. So if you have a landing page application and an email application, Zapier recognizes that and it uses an API, an application programming interface. And it's generated, automatically generated when you tell it, I want to connect my landing page application to my email application. So uh, the advantage uh, to that is if you have an email application that you've already built an email list up and you have a new landing page like we do today, a new landing page application, uh, you can integrate the two of them without having two separate email lists because you don't want that. You want one email list, right? Everybody gets the same traffic from you uh, as you begin and continue through uh, the, uh, the process of connecting with them from visibility, credibility, trust, and transformation, all right? <clears throat> so who's, who's a user of a prospective landing page uh, application? The answer is any business, but our business is a small business, um, as most people's are this day, especially if you're operating from your home in a digital way, right? So any company and, and all the companies do anytime, even if you if you're on Facebook and you get um, you get a message from one of the big manufacturers and you go to that landing page, they're using landing pages. The difference is uh, uh, and we're going to talk about that. They have a big marketing department doing that. Well, you're just one person. You're you're a small business owner. Um, or a one-person consultant, and but you have enough mar marketing savvy to know that networking meetings and telephone calls are things of the past. Now, eventually, you'll have to talk to them some way. You prefer to use a video conference so that you get, engage even further. But it, it, this, this is these are designed for small business owners, and the one we picked is very specifically designed for the small business. Although a major business could use it, and they actually promote it in that way. Uh, if you buy it someplace other than AppSumo, and I'll, and I'll show you that in just a minute, it's a thousand dollars plus a monthly subscription for a big for a business to do this, because they have the AppSumo deal, and it's designed for small. AppSumo is very much targeted at small business owners or consultants. You get a one-time, lifetime price. So we're going to talk about that towards the end of the presentation. It doesn't make any difference if you sell products or services. Products are tangible things like uh, my son's tin work and my daughter's retablos, or services like Shelly and I do, training in live streaming, training in podcasting, publishing your book. Um, and you can be any kind of business, whether it's business to consumer, business to business, or business to government. So my business is in Washington, D.C. We're very much businesses to government until around the mid-90s where I started selling to the businesses that were selling to the government. So it became B2B, business to business. Um, and my, uh, they tapered off. My business to business went up. My business to government went down, although it never completely uh, never completely deleted itself. I did business with the government right up until 2010. And you need leads. And honestly, who doesn't need leads? I'll bet you you spend time with... Uh, your uh, your uh, family, uh, 
and uh, your the, the other people in your business, if you have any, and you talk about leads. Shelly and I are always talking about leads. How do we get more? What do we do with them when we get them? How do we make sure they don't go dormant on us? I actually hit a key. That's why it advanced automatically. So why the uh, landing page app? So landing page have some real benefits. They do a good job of answering the why question. Number one, landing pages are very focused on individual products uh, or services. Y your website sells all of you, where you are, what you do, your phone number, um, how busy you are, how many people you have, how to contact you. It's a generic uh, location for people to find out a lot of uh, information. Landing pages are different because they're very much focused on a single product or a single service. And that's why you have to have a landing page app that enables you to build more than one landing page. Website developers generally use some of the uh, online website development tools. They let you build one website for free. And then if you want to build more, uh, they can help you do that. Landing pages are very different in the sense that you have multiple landing pages, one for each product, service, or capability that you want to promote and get response to. They tell the story in the shortest amount of time. So they're not going to have to navigate through a, um, a website to get all the information they need about this product or service. So they can be as simple as one page. That, I'm sorry, they're always one page, but some of them are one page above what we call above the fold, above the bottom of the screen, right? Others are a little bit longer and you have to scroll down. And the idea is to keep, uh, you, you offer them at least two opportunities to engage. One above the fold and then one as you scroll down to the bottom. And I'm gonna show you today in a template, we're gonna talk a little bit more about how to build them. And I'm gonna show you in that template how that works. So you can go when it's something like join our newsletter one page. If you're selling a complex complex solution like book publishing, it's a long, it's one page, but it's a long page rather than multiple pages, okay? And then they should be easy to build, uh, mostly drag and drop, uh, uh, or the application generates it for you. Our, our um, email application has something called, they don't call them landing pages. Smart. Smart pages? Mm-hmm. Smart pages, and they generate the smart page for you. But there's they're very limited. You can use one picture, you can use one form, you can put in some text and your logo, uh, and then the only job after that is to make sure it's above the fold. And again, I'm I'm going to show you some applications on uh, some pages that we used our email application for. So it, they're very simple. They're 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 not designed to be very complex or give you multiple options. Um, you promote them, as I said earlier, using social media. So you get into uh, Facebook advertising and it doesn't require any, you don't have to have any kind of a relationship with uh, Facebook advertising. There's a button actually that you click on advertising. There's some uh, videos that you can watch that'll tell you how to do it. And then you can start advertising. And we start with things like you can start with an advertising budget of a hundred bucks. You actually set your own budget and it doesn't expand beyond that. So you say, I want to spend $10 a day. It will show your advertisements to people who are in your meet your demographic criteria or demographic or, or lead criteria. And uh, once you get to $10, it stops doing it. So that's one of the nice things about Facebook. It's not open and, and Instagram because Instagram uses the same model because Facebook owns Instagram. Um, so that's why it's very good to use because it's very easy to use and because you don't overspend. Uh, and you can run a test. You can run an A-B test for 200 bucks. 
uh, to see which one, which of the ads perform better and which of the landing pages perform better. So, uh, so using social media for your advertising is not only easy, it's relatively inexpensive in the context of any other advertising. So if you were to, so if you look at a, at a, um, at a, uh, ad on Facebook, it's basically a square ad. It's a 1080p by 1080p and a 1080 by 1080. And uh, if you were to buy that in a newspaper, that space would cost you several hundred dollars. That's a four-inch ad, right? A two-column ad will cost you four to five hundred dollars in a newspaper, depending on the size of your newspaper. You know, I mean, what I mean by size is the number of people your newspaper uh, go to. Uh, if you do it even on the newspaper's website, you still pay a pretty penny for it. Facebook does millions of these ads an hour. So that's how they make their money. They don't have to take a lot of money. They don't have to charge you a lot of money and they, you can do more for your money. So you could be paying as little as uh, six to eight cents every time your ad is presented to one of your prospective clients. So that's a good way to do it. And you usually don't pay unless they click on it. So if they're presented the ad, nothing happens to it. They don't do anything with it. You're not charged for it. It's called pay-per-click. You've probably heard that before, PPC. Uh, pay-per-click, you only pay when they actually click through to your landing page. Now, there are no guarantees that once you get there, they are actually going to use your landing page to start the process of engagement. But at least you, it only costs you six cents for that one time. And you don't have to pay any more any time that they don't see it. And there are, I get enough ads on, uh, on my Facebook page, 90% of them I don't click through to, right? 10%, I click through. Well, it costs that person the money when I click, not at any other time if I'm just watching it. Um, so uh, obviously, you want to be able to build your email list. If you just use the landing page product, it will build an email list for you. Uh, but we already have our email list provider. And so we connect them with Zapier. Zapier. I never pronounce it correctly. Zapier. It doesn't matter. Thank you. And then... Uh, then the idea is to use that landing page as a mechanism for persuading, starting the process of persuading your client into conversion. And there's levels of conversion depending on your sales process. So the first part of conversion is getting them to the landing page. The second part of conversion is making sure you have that initial conversation. And I'm just using ours as an example. You have that initial conversation with them. And you go through this process until in the end, the last part of conversion is converting them from a prospective buyer to a buyer. So that's all about conversion. What do you do? Uh, what does your sales process do to ensure that when you do get a lead by your landing page, eventually they're converted from a prospective customer or a suspect uh, to a uh, buyer and then a customer, right? So that's what they're very good at, uh, at uh, doing. I'm just going to bring up that you don't have to advertise or do your uh, push for announcing your landing page on Facebook ads. You can use YouTube. You can do what we're doing and announce it on your show, on your blog, on your podcast, and bring people to your landing page in that way. You, you can do it organically without spending money on ads. 
So you can see as the scroll is going down below the crawl, you'll see right now, for example, it says sign up for our weekly newsletter and it sends you to a landing page, news.hk Media Studio. I'm going to show you that landing page in just a minute. There's a freebie, showflow.hk Media Studio for your showflow free showflow template. Register for early bird information on Shelley's new course at course.hk Media Studio. Those are all separate landing pages. They only pitch one thing, and the objective is to get you, if you have an interest, right? You, you may not be interested in any of those things. You may be interested in one of them, but you have a place to go now and start the process of engagement. So and we're gonna I'm going to show you a couple of examples of things that we've already done. Okay. Did you want to say anything else? Well, and when you covered who, uh, as a content creator, you may be wondering, why do I need this? You know, why do I need an email list? It, you can't always reach people on social media. You need to be able to reach them through email. And those are going to be your uh, top priority. They're going to be the people who most want to hear from you. So getting them on your email list gives you that next level relationship with that person. They they have opted in and said yes to your offer, whether that's a newsletter or a free download. They have said yes, that they are interested in what you have to offer. So they become that warm lead on your email list that you can then nurture through additional uh, newsletters, updates, emails, announcements, Articles. and communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we already did this. We went back to you. So when when is it used and when does it become important? Uh, normally, you want to build a landing page when you have a new service or product offering. So Shelly has this new course that she's doing that she's building out. I think you said you were finished with it now. We just I'm need just about finished with the, the preparation, uh, yeah. the slides and such. And then I'm going to start gathering the resources. And then I'm going to wait till I get home to do the recording because I just, I prefer that uh, that better headset that gives me a better tonal quality and the green screen and the lighting that's in the studio as opposed to- And that to, big microphone ball. Yeah, as opposed Phone to what ball. I got here. Yeah. So uh, a little bit higher quality video production uh, available to me when I get home and I'll be getting home on the 5th of July. So I can wait to do it then. Uh, but yes, I'm getting all the prep work done on it right now. And my daughter has expressed an interest in uh, going back to becoming a, a content creator. She's been a content creator in the past. She has her own YouTube channel called YNN. Uh, Yankovic News Network, and where she talked about Weird Al Yankovic, and uh, it's been idle for a while. And other people that she knows in that community have started their own podcasts and have been doing things with it. And she has a couple of friends, uh, young ladies her own age, who uh, they want to do a podcast. And I insisted to her that she's going to do a podcast. She's going to do it video first because that's what I teach. And there's a big reason why I teach that it's the most efficient use of your time and you get the most coverage. So she said, how do I, how do I do this? And she started asking me questions and I said, you know what, go look at my slides. I'm putting together a course, go read up on it 
and then ask me questions because those questions that she asked me after she's seen the slides will inform me as to what I still need to add to the course. So that's going to be very helpful for both of us. So you probably know that we already have a uh, streaming course on Udemy, but we put that up nearly three years ago. Was it December 2018? 18? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Not quite. Not quite three or years. January 2019, yeah. right, around, right around in there. So it's dated and yeah. we felt like we needed to do something new. And Shelly was up for the thing. I didn't, I'm not at all involved in this. And I think it's a reflection of how much Shelly has uh, evolved, if you will, in, um, in her, who she is as a content creator and a very confident a consultant in these areas that she's done the course entirely on her you own. Know, I didn't want to send people to the playlist if they were very dedicated and in, in wanting to start their live stream. So we have a book, we have a workbook, and now we'll have a course. So people who are really, really interested can go through that material and come out the other side ready to start their live stream. And we can support them throughout the process, but we don't have to be involved in the day-to-day -day coaching. See, I mean, isn't she just beautifully confident? I guess is the best way to describe. I just love listening to her because I feel like a dad. You know, like when you hear your daughter start talking about the things that you're interested in. And I have that with uh, my three of my daughters who are on the technical side. I just get very proud, like Dad Gummit. And they, what was really funny is they didn't want to be anything like me when they were younger. You know, and they all ended up exactly like me. So they're pretty funny to watch. Okay, so uh, when you use a landing page, uh, when you have a new service or product like Shelly's, uh, when you don't have a big marketing department or budget, you have to do it on yourself and you can't afford to, uh, you know, fiver this out or, or go to an, an agency to do it for you. You need to get a product that's easy to use, spend a day watching the intro videos and then building your first landing page. And then just do it regularly every time you have a new product or service available to your uh, market. And uh, the other thing is when you're ready to convert your leads. So don't, don't build a landing page. Don't advertise your landing page on Facebook until you at least have a piece of paper that says, this is my sales process. This is what's going to happen uh, as uh, these people engage with me. Don't leave them hanging by just saying, hey, I've got this really, and that happens a lot, by the way. I've got this really fancy landing page. And the masters of this are the guys that are in the Warrior Forum. I've, heard, I've, I've uh, uh, told you about these guys before. Uh, the Warrior Forum is all about digital online marketing. And they're masters of this. And the first thing they will recommend to you is if you're going to build a landing page, make sure you have a sales process to support it. Uh, because it's crazy to get all that kind of engagement, that initial engagement, and not have anything to do with it, right? Just let it kind of grow moss, if you will. So um, which? So I'm going to let Shelly start on this slide because I think the story that she tells with it is better than mine. I'll follow up. Shelly, which? <laughs> so you could use the basic landing page feature in your email marketing app. If you're just starting out and you're on the free level of a mark of an email marketing app, so MailChimp or ConvertKit or uh, something free because you have no money because you're just starting, there is a landing page feature in almost all those e email marketing apps that you can use. They're, they're basic, but they work. 
they're a good starting place. Now, if you want to go into a dedicated landing page app, something like ClickFunnels or uh, I know there's Aweber, some something big in in Infusionsoft, things like that. They're very expensive. Uh, they're for bigger companies that have that kind of a budget, and they can be expensive. And, and you maybe you're somewhere in the middle, right? You maybe you're okay. I've tried the free route. I want something a little bit more uh, substantial, but I want to own it. I don't want to pay money every month for something. So what can I do? And that's where we were at. So we tried the email app landing page and it's okay. It's fine. It works. It's very simple. Uh, it's not, there's not much in the way of uh, marketing language, copywriting language that, that kind of a help. You have to do it all yourself. You have to come up with your copywriting, your messaging, all of that on your own. You have to come up with your own images and your own um, branding, all of that. It's all on you, uh, and which is fine because it's free. But when you're ready to graduate to the next level, it's time to spend just a little bit of money and get something that's going to give you that help, that analytics port, uh, part of it that's going to help you analyze, am, am I doing this right? Is this copy uh, working for people or should I change the image or should I change this wording or should I move this over here or that over there? Sometimes you need to do that kind of testing in order to get to the best landing page possible. Then you can go all in on that finished product. And uh, that's that's the route that we've been taking. So um, did you mention our choices to own own rather than rent? Yeah, we we've been exploring a lot this year with apps that we can buy rather than rent. Uh, there are certain apps that we have purchased that, uh, for instance, Melon, that is a live streaming app that we thought, well, we'll get rid of StreamYard and we'll go to Melon, but uh, we're, we're a stand for StreamYard. So we're just kind of like, no, we can't leave you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to help my daughter to learn Melon and we're gonna hand that app over to her. Uh, but there are other apps that we easily transferred over. We're like, okay, GetResponse is costing us money every month. Can we get SendFox, buy it, never have to pay for it again, and uh, and then just use that for our email marketing. And there are certain apps that you can do that really easily with. And we prefer to buy rather than rent because you're going to save money in the long run. Okay, good. You, you, thank you for doing that. Okay, so uh, what are the recommendations? We always, as as in the past, I shouldn't say always, we recommend AppSumo for getting your applications because AppSumo is a marketplace for uh, applications designed for the small business owner or the consultant. And they sell them to you. Uh, the applications make a decision that when they go on AppSumo, they're going to sell you a, uh, a product or uh, you know, the lower end of their product, although some sometimes even the lower end is plenty of product, um, at a fixed price, uh, fixed one-time price. And um, that's a good way to buy it. Uh, so the product that we bought today, I think we paid $49 for our email product. Uh, before that, we were paying 30 bucks a month subscription for email. I think it was 15. 
$15 a month for email and landing page application. So if you spend 50 bucks on one, 120 bucks on the other, by the end of the year, less than before the end of the year, you, these are already the equivalent of the subscription and you don't have to worry about that subscription anymore. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna show you a demo, but I wanted to show you some other things first for comparison, all right? So I'm gonna go to that for right now. Now, this is SendFox, which is our email application. And as you can see up here, you can see all the choices that I have, but they have one thing called smart pages. And smart pages is what they refer to as their landing pages. I don't know why they don't just say landing pages, but the way that you build them is not drag and drop. They're not made to be very sophisticated. This is primarily an email application. And the landing page feature, the smart, maybe that's why they don't call it a landing page feature, is not drag and drop. It's uh, what I'd call fill in the blanks. So I'm gonna show you an example and we're gonna see this. This is the Livecast Live Course Sign Up uh, Smart Page. And we're gonna just go take a look at it. We're gonna say we wanna edit it. And you'll see that it's a very different model. It is not drag and drop. First, you start with your content, you fill in the title, you fill in the landing page, uh, what kind of information you want on there, whether or not you need a feed page, uh, whether or not you wanna track it with your Metapixel ID. Meta is Facebook's, uh, they give you a, a little pixel that they put in. And so when you do uh, meta advertising, it can tell you whether or not the, they got to your landing page via your Facebook ad. And then um, whether or not you wanna list it in the gallery, we, we didn't do that. It has a visual component, so you can use uh, set your colors, your logo, uh, the name of the landing page, and an image that you wanna use. And then you always have a form. So forms are an important part of landing page. Forms are what you use to collect information. So generally speaking, I always build my form first and then I build the landing page associated with it. And these are the options that I can collect. As you can see, I want, I mean, it shows me a very limited choice. I can use first name, last name. It will always collect an email address because that's what landing pages are for. And then this is the redirect uh, URL. And that means when they click on the button that says, sign me up, I think that's what it says. I want the discount. Um, it, uh, once they click on that, I want the discount button, it sends them to a page that you ask them to go. In this case, it is the Livecast Live page, which is our uh, website page, all right? So you can see it's very simplistic. It's not drag and drop. It's, it gives you some options, but you know, you'd like to see more stuff there. So I'm gonna close that and I'm gonna show you what that looks like on the page. So that's the actual page, right? There's the picture I selected. It puts it either uh, vertically on one side of the page or it puts it horizontally at the bottom of the page if you have a horizontal picture. Now this one, it was important for us to get everything above the fold. You can see everything that's happening on this happens above the fold. So there's no scrolling. If you scroll down, there's just nothing there, right? It has everything that we put in it. That's the picture, uh, headline, subheadline, uh, uh, body. The body text starts here with those bullets. And then I collect first name, last name, and email. And if I click on that button, uh, one is added to my email list. Your name is added, an email address is added to our email list. And, uh, and then you're sent to our Livecast Live page. So that's the simplest form of landing page. It's not drag and drop. It's not very sophisticated, but it gets the job done. You know, you have to ask yourself, well, uh, what do I need any more for? 
because in some cases you have to provide your perspective, uh, uh, your contact, your your lead and prospective customer with more information before they can make a decision. This is a real easy decision. Do you want to sign up for Shelly's to be informed of in advance of Shelly's new course? Right, pretty straightforward. It, you don't require more than uh, a screen page to do that. Now, the other thing about each of these tools that I should mention is that when you develop a page, it actually develops in three formats. It develops it for the podcast. I'm, I'm sorry, for the podcast, for the desktop or the laptop. It develops another one for uh, tablets, and it develops a third one for smartphones. So you don't have to do the additional development. It actually takes care of that for you, Okay. And that's very convenient. But this one, as I said, was done with our email application. We're going to go, this is another example. This is how you sign up for our email list. And you can see similar format, a picture on the side, then uh, our logo, uh, headline, subhead, first name, last name, email. And this does the same thing. So after you say, add me to your email list, your newsletter email list, then it takes you to our landing page, livecast, uh, or, or website, livecast.life. Okay, very simple ones. That's about the extent. They're not drag and drop. They're not very sophisticated, but they got the job done if you just have the email. And I think we talked about this, the, the email product that we use, SendFox. We talked about it a couple of shows back, if I remember correctly, right, Shelly? Yes. Where we demoed it. And mm -hmm. it's, it, it's on AppSumo as well. And you buy it for a one-time price. And you use this. If, if, if you're just getting started in this whole digital marketing realm, the, the SendFox application would be a good place to start because it not only provides you the landing page feature, but it provides you the email feature. And there's some other features that we haven't used. We haven't seen the necessity to use them yet. But it's for its price. Again, it's a one-time price for a lifetime subscription. Um, for its price, it's a very capable little tool for building out an email list with whatever you're trying to do. So we do a lot. Shelly comes up with at least one idea. It feels like a week. I know it's not that often. But she comes up with one idea a week to add names to our email list by giving away things, by asking them to join a newsletter, by asking them to sign up for, uh, you know, the early bird information on her course, by giving away a manual or a book or a PDF file. You know, she's very good about coming up with those ideas. So I'm always impressed with it. And I always feel like I'm a little bit behind. Okay, so let's go to Marcom Robot. Marcom Robot is M-A-R-C-O-M uh, robot.com. And this is the initial page. You can see right down the left side is the navigation uh, panel. Uh, we're on the dashboard, and the dashboard provides you your analytics on the activity that you're uh, seeing. The landing page is here. This is for the list of landing pages that you've already built. I deleted them all so that you, I could start from scratch. Forms, you've got to build out that form. I did build out one form just so you could see it. It's very simple. We're going to preview it, and it looks like that. So let's start with the conversation. Your full name and email. I'm in. Let's do this. So a real simple form to get this done. Uh, gallery is a gallery of photos, and what's great about this product is it provides you not only graphic images, but photo images. So the only thing that you basically have to upload is your logo, and then when you need a photo of some kind, um, it uh, it shows you a list of those available in the in the area that you want to develop them in. 
uh, when you're building your land page. So these are your leads. That's the list of leads. The R's go from here. They actually go into our email app. Uh, presets are nice because you can preset your colors, your fonts, the things that they're using so that you have a consistent uh, uh, look and feel for each of your landing pages. Uh, the same colors, you know, you'll see purple and gold in a lot of ours, uh, but you can establish those presets in terms of colors uh, and fonts right here so you don't have to select them each time. A-B tests are so that you can set up an A-B test. And what that means basically is that you want to see how your landing pages perform. Uh, and if you set up an advertising campaign, you, you use the same ad or a different ad. So here's what's interesting. Let's say I have an A-B ad. I have A and I have B, two different ads. And A goes to my A landing page and B goes to my B landing page. So I can actually test, and that's what I'm doing here. I'm setting up the test, identifying the ad and the landing page it's associated with and I'm testing them both out over a couple of days to see which one performs better. In addition to that, when I'm finished with the first test, I can get A and send it to the B landing page and B to the A landing page, and I can conduct a second test. So I can see, is it the ad or the landing page that's which, which of the ads and which of the landing pages are working better for me? You don't have to do that with every landing page, but as you evolve in the utilization of your landing pages for building out your email list and, and as a result, your business, you'll get more interested in building these ABs, uh, these AB comparisons, AB tests, by building two landing pages, two ads, et cetera. So it's very convenient to have that. Now, one of the nice things about this tool it, is it enables you to add up to <clears throat> it enables you to add up to nine more team mem members in addition to yourself. So of course, I added Shelly, and that way, when she's ready to build out, use this tool to build out her landing pages. She can uh, she can do that. And then, of course, these are just the settings, names of domains. Now, it has a very cool feature, and you'll see I haven't implemented yet. So it has a feature that says if you already have a domain such as AGK Media Studio, you can collect, uh, connect the landing page, your landing pages to AGK Media Studio by using what's called the DNS uh, in your, uh, on, your, uh, D, on your URL. So I use domains price right. I can go to domains price right. I can change the DNS. And then that uh, subdomain landings, dot agkmedia.studio becomes an integral part of the application here. So I don't have to worry about them generating their own, um, their own uh, landing page addresses. And as a matter of fact, I noticed that when you do this on Marcom Robot, if you use their landing page ID, their URL, there's a little note at the top of the landing page that says, hey, we're not responsible because it comes up in marcom.robot. Uh, I'm sorry, markhomerobot.com, and they put a little note at the top that says, hey, we don't know if this is a good landing, but it's not quite like this, but it sounds like to me. Um, we don't know if this is a good landing page or not, but it's not ours. It just happens to sit on our uh, on our uh, website, on our, on our servers. So uh, they actually strongly promote the idea of you connecting this to your uh, domain with a subdomain called landings.agkmedia.studio. So that message goes away and you're right, it should be associated with your domains and not, uh, not something they, they're serious about you setting this up 
uh, because you'll see that message. So here are integrations, and these are the options that you have. You can see that they offer integrations with other email applications, other, uh, in this case, Salesforce, which is a tool that is used. I have a daughter that works for salesforce.com. Salesforce is a tool. It's a CRM, uh, customer relationship management, uh, but it's uh, managed for salespeople so that they can manage their relationship with their respective clients. So you can integrate this, your landing page, with uh, salesforce.com. Now, you can see our uh, email app is not uh, listed on there, but you can see right there, uh, Zapier is a tool that you can buy for a lifetime license, and Zapier handles the API, the application programming interface, between this application, uh, Marcom Robot, and our email uh, email uh, manager, SendFox. So uh, it's there, uh, and it'll be an easy integration because it's already built into this. You don't have to worry about how hard it is. You so can start using Zapier for free. I think you can get up to five zaps uh, for free. So to test it out, if you're, if you need it only for one or two or three or four or five zaps, then test it out and uh, you can join it later. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for it later. Yeah. And it is, it's not a one-time purchase, isn't it? It's a subscription. No, that's so right. we've never, I think we have two right now. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a small business, you can use the free version. And the free version is just as the only limitation is the number of, as Shelly calls them, zaps. I guess that's what you do, not Shelly. That's what them. they call them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're rarely going to have more than five zaps because you're, all, you're not going to have the same landing pages up. So you can have, you know, five zaps a month to five different, with five different landing pages. And then next month, you're going to have some new landing pages, some new zaps. But they're real easy to build with the uh, zap because uh, Zapier generates the necessary API uh, for you. So it's very cool and very convenient. Okay. So that's uh, that side. We'll go back to the dashboard. We're going to go to, uh, like I said, I've already developed a form. I'm going to show you how you integrate that. Landing pages are here. So we're going to say create a new landing page right here. And of course, right away, it's amazing because it gives you uh, all these templates that you can use to build landing pages. And that's just one page. There's a whole other page of these guys. Now you'll see some interesting things that people have tested on here. I don't know why they ended up. I think they were doing demos uh, for folks and they ended up as part of their templates. They saved it as a template. But I noticed, for example, they must have de done a demonstration for uh, a Russian because that's the Russian Cyrillic alphabet right there. I know it looks like the uh, English alphabet. But so you have choices up there and um, you can take any one of these. You can build it from scratch. If you choose use a blank page, then it does become drag and drop. And I'm just going to put stuff in here. So we're going to leave it in that folder. There's the mark arm. And we're going to call it Toby. And I'm going to leave out the SEO details. That's just the uh, description and the keywords. Search engine indexing uh, disabled. You don't want to. You don't want to necessarily have your um, uh, landing pages uh, uh, indexed, crawled by the search engines because it's not going to be there forever. So the best thing to do is turn your search engine indexing off for your landing pages. Um, and so you create that, and it gives you a blank landing page that you can start with, right? And all your tools are over here on, on the side. So you can build a section, add a section to it. A section is just one place. You can add a block. A block is something that you can put something else in. 
you can add text and put that inside the block. And so it, it's real easy drag and drop. You can see the options down here. There's a form. Now, when you say, I want to add a form to this, it actually goes to your forms uh, list. Uh, and oops, I, I got to drag it on there. So it's going to put it on there and then it's going to open up the forms that I have. So I have one form. It's for landing page number seven. I'm going to add that. So I need to expand my block here, as you can see. But that's the form. It just adds it automatically. And the form already has activity associated with it. You can add pictures. And when you add it there, it says, uh, do you have a library of pictures? I haven't uploaded the logo. There's one that I used last night when I was uh, testing this out. But you have this great library of pictures. And you can say, oh, look, we'll just say podcasting. I can see it right there. Podcasting. Oh. I'm just going to take it because I can see it. Oh, I lost it. Dang, Nebit. I do a camping one. Let's do that. Okay, puts it in there for it. Now, I do have to, uh, let me see. Let me select this block here. And I do need to expand that. So I'm going to bring it down. Right. And I'm just adding drag and drop. So if I can do images, if I have a button that I want to build that's different from the one that I put on my form, if I have a video that I want to add, it'll ask for the video. And it'll say right here, where's the video URL? And if I plug that, it actually integrates that video on that landing page without having to collect a video. Um, if I want to add a slider of some kind, I'm, I'm just basically adding all this stuff in here. And a slider is I have multiple photos, right? Uh, I want you to see multiple photos of our studio, for example. So I can put the photos in there and uh, and that will give it that uh, slider. Uh, it, they say slider, but what they mean is slides. So it's like a slide page. And down here are your, uh, your slides. So uh, I can choose images uh, from my own files or I can choose images from the ones that they showed. So all of these are things that you would add to your landing page. And of course, if you want to customize it, let's say uh, you want to integrate it with your uh, on your homepage. So you're going to have to have HTML at the top of this page to uh, add it to your homepage. Now, you'll never see this APL, I'm sorry, this HTML on the page itself. And but uh, it will be incorporated into the HTML of the page that you added to. So these are all the features that you have if you want to build your own landing page. And that's pretty cool. You can always build your own landing page. But I am, and, and you're going to see what it's look like. Okay, this is the preview of the landing page. Ew, Toby, what are you thinking? So let's go back to a Marcom robot. And oops, I'm going to go back to here. And we're going to go to the landing page builder and we're going to go back. It's going to ask me if I want to save this. I'm going to say, no, that was embarrassing. I'll save it anyway. Too bad. Let's go to landing page. Let's create a new landing page. And let's say, you know what? This template here is much better than I could ever design myself. So we're going to use this template. And we're going to call it Shelly's landing page because it looks much better. And we're just going to Call that, we'll use a slug, and we'll create it right there. And so it has all the components already there. So I want to add my company logo, and I can add actions to it. 
uh, I want to be able to get that so I can choose an image right here. And I've already added that logo in there. Have I added it up? Didn't I already? Yeah, no. So I'm going to upload the AGK Media Studio logo. Let's see, what color was that? We want the white. I'll take that. It'll upload it. It puts it in the gallery. And we'll select that. And it puts it right in there for me. Okay. Uh, if I want to change the text or anything else, we'll go to the tagline here. And I'll want to edit that uh, tagline. I can do that. I name the text I select, right? I can select the text and I can change it. But let's look at this. I don't like this picture. So what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about podcasting. So I'm going to double click it and it'll give me the option of getting a new uh, picture. And we're going to take that and over here. No, that's not what I want. Let's go here. That's my picture there. So we're going to delete this. Why is it not deleting? It's got a block. I don't know why it's not selecting it. It's not letting me do anything. Uh, buggy. Oh, that's not gonna do it that way. Yeah. So for some reason, it's not letting me select the object. Dang nabbit. Well, Let me go back out again. They are, uh, are you in? I'm going to have to restart from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, it's not letting me do it. Whoa, hold on. Okay, so let me preview it. I'll save it. And then, yeah, it's not letting me select the objects. It got stuck there on tagline. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let me, uh, that's not, uh, that's the product's mistake. And I probably just kind of overwhelmed it with all the things that I was trying to do. So it's not changing. Technically, this, so these are where all your objects are, your blank objects. These objects have already been put in there. And all you have to do is edit them. And when you select them, this should change over here. So it's not getting past the block. You can see as I click around, you can hear my, my mouse clicking, it's not getting past that. So I should be able to uh, delete that and then and then move an image in there. Let me see if I can take and put an image here. Yeah, see, it's not letting me do that. Okay, well, demo is demo. We've used it and we're happy with it. And I can't seem to get back out of where I'm So I haven't used it. <laughs> Toby's used it. That's why he's taking the lead on this today. Yeah. He just got it this week. So he's still learning to use it. Well, I, I'm, it's not letting me do anything. So 
that may, I wonder if I locked at this. Yeah, I can't even go backwards now. I'm going to refresh it. Let me see what happens. Let's see what happens when I refresh it. Uh, let's see, 623 at, is this the one that I just did? No, it's the one called Shelly. It's the top one. Oh, okay. Go back. All right, your your demos change, right. taking our show really All long. Right. All right, we won't do that. Okay, so I will still recommend this product. It is, as a matter of fact, what it did is in the background, it deleted that top block because I didn't know what I had selected when it deleted it. So Marcom Robot is at AppSumo. It is $79. You can see up here, it normally runs uh, $1,188. I don't know how good that is. But as usual, there's a very good little video uh, that gives you instruction. It's completely described. They do a really good job of describing. But when you scroll down to the bottom, you get the plans and features. This is the one that this is the plan that we selected. So all the features above, 10 custom domains, 200,000 page uh, views per month. If we start getting 200 page views per month, Shelly and I will be on a boat in the Bahamas with Kevin. Uh, unlimited conversions per month, 10 users with roles and permissions and unified branding and presets. So they don't overlay their branding on top of it. It's your branding from beginning to end. But here's the cool stuff. So the first thing that you'll see are reviews, right? But if you click on this, there are questions. And the reason I go first to the questions is this is where you find out if it has any problems. So interestingly enough, I didn't see like it hangs up when I would do a landing page. Uh, but you can see what other experiences people are having. They do have reviews, but, you know, reviews are reviews. They're, you don't get a lot of bad reviews. You want to see what people are asking. Can you use this custom-built PHP sites? You know, those kinds of questions. And when you buy it, it's yours for life. No additional uh, expense. You, you buy it one time, and it's yours uh, for life. And uh, I've done three practice sessions with it, and that's the first time, of course, when I'm doing it publicly. It's hung up on me. So... All right, Marcom Robot, go check it out. I think it's a very cool product. And for $79 for an infinite number of landing pages, uh, uh, I think it's a pretty cool product. And if you'd like a $10 discount and you've never purchased anything from AppSumo before, you can use this link on the screen, httpfby.me slash v slash tunis underline two. And that's going to be in the description box since it's kind of a weird uh, affiliate link. But uh, you'll get a $10 discount if you use that link and you've uh, your first time on AppSim. Little, little gifty for you. And just keep in mind that we did publish a book on Amazon called Livecast Life, the content creator lifestyle. And part of that lifestyle is growing an email list with lead magnets and free downloads. And that means you're going to need landing pages. Uh, so if you'd like to learn more about how to incorporate all of this together, go to book.livecast.life to get the book or sign up for our course, which is coming out soon. And um, there is a chapter uh, dedicated to email uh, collection, collecting emails and landing pages, how to do it with landing pages. So that's correct. It's in there. And you can sign up for our email list to see one of the samples of our 
landing page from Sendfox. And uh, that would be at news.agkmedia.studio. And if you sign up, you'll get weekly personalized updates, helpful information, and links for shows, behind-the-scenes photos, free offers, digital marketing news, and insights. We hope maybe, and baby pictures, sometimes baby pictures. Sometimes baby pictures. And travel pictures. Next week, we're going to have lots of travel pictures. That's right. So get in now. So the next time we'll see you will be on Wednesday night, uh, July 6th. Uh, I will be on vacation uh, between now and then. And so we won't be having any shows. Uh, Shelly will be on Thursdays at 11 p.m. I'm sorry, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Yes. With Women Conquer Business on the Women That's Conquer right. Business Channel. So she'll still mm -hmm. be here. I will be out to visit uh, the grandbabies on the East Coast. So that should be fun. Yay. And I say that with all sincerity. It will be fun. All right. Well, thanks for sticking with us for this uh, demo and learning about landing pages. And we hope to see you again on the 6th, did you say? Wednesday, July Wednesday, 6th. July 6th or the 7th. And uh, uh, another bit of good news, we'll be together again because Shelley will be coming back from Arizona that same uh, that same July 4th though. We'll be sweating a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> those lights in that uh, in the hot just out. what's the temperature outside today? Outside? Yeah. 107 right now. Oh my god. It's cooking. Inside it's about probably close to 85. Yeah. Cuz it just doesn't it, there's not enough air conditioning to cool it down. Huh? Well. And I noticed Richard has two different air conditioning units. I mean, he doesn't mess around. He's serious about his air conditioning, isn't he? All right, Shelly yeah. Carney, I will see you soon, I'm sure. And for the rest of you, we'll see you uh, on Wednesday, July 6th at 8 p.m. I'm sorry, 7 p.m. Mountain Time for News and Views. All right? You guys have a, we don't, of course, we won't see you before then. Have a great uh, July 4th holiday. Happy 4th of July. All right. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Live 2.0, hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources, and please come back again next week.